0: G'day everybody and welcome back to Trash Talk. It's been a little bit of time off since some big events. We've had the awards dinner, we've had the playoff matchups finally decided, scheduled release, and we've had Zion completely blow his shoe out and potentially change the landscape of the NBA one and done rule. And we're definitely going to touch onto that because it's a massive subject. But
1: to start with, Corey, you're not wearing a jersey today. What happened? Did basketball jersey wear run out of stuff to give you? No, I just, just came from Darwin and I'm tired. <laughs> croc hunting yeah yo like that took a lot out of me it really did no i like it okay so we're going to start
0: off with the nbl awards dinner and jump into this stuff get this out of the way quick because there's some big finals matchups and i really want to jump onto the zion aspect
1: kobe is coming to town i knew you were coming with something yeah that looked like you got kobe something, you got something is coming promo. let me tell you <laughs> <laughs> the end of the day i got a ticket Oh, of course you, I you am got a in ticket to have going on And I'm working on something else Okay, but so if there's you something do want store. tickets, Kobe Bryant live
0: Kobe Bryant, dot, <laughs> Kobe Bryant live if you want tickets or you can just go on <laughs> a- I
2: hope the other thing that he's working on is getting
1: us a ticket That's the other oh, thing i working a, I've on I've already got a ticket You've got a ticket? Mm. There's
0: one, <laughs> odd, a one, ticket? Odd, <laughs> one odd one out
1: here Word though, leave it to me, I got you covered You actually played against Kobe
0: I did Damn, that's rough. You don't have a ticket. Well, me and Corey are going to enjoy the contest. Right? Leave
1: it to me where I got you covered. The awards I appreciate so that, let, man. Let's run through the awards.
0: A fantastic night put on by the NBL. Rookie of the year. Froling. No contest.
2: No contest. No contest. Easy
0: on. we got no debates over that. I'm just going to roll through them at random speed.
1: Coach of the year, Dean Vickerman. I disagreed. Ooh. I personally didn't even like the fact that Gleason wasn't even an option. How was that? That's because their season only got put together
0: by Mitch Norton getting injured and putting Bryce Cotton to the point. That wasn't Gleason's job. Gleason
2: was part of the... How was he not a finalist? No, no, he was. Every coach was a finalist. So I was part of the selection committee. I had to put forward my four as the other eight people had to put through their four and every coach got selected. So every coach was a finalist. And then it's the same as all the awards. They just named the top three that it could have been. And he didn't even get a top three. So Trevor Gleason to me, was the coach of the year. Fuck yeah! With how many injuries they had. They've only got two imports. And they still finished on top. On top! Yeah, but I don't think it had anything to do with their coaching. That's my issue.
0: I think that moving Bryce Cotton to the point guard spot via Mitch Norton's injury was the only thing that saved Bryce Cotton. Just you were the one himself? calling them, saying they couldn't even make the playoffs, and they finished first. I gotta respect that. Yeah, they finished first, but and in, in my opinion, it has nothing to do with what Gleason did. I like Gleason. I reckon Gleason's a fantastic dude and a great coach, but I don't think doesn't he's coaching like he's coach. you're saying that. Doesn't sound like you're saying, mate. Don't try to clean don't try and it up. change now. <laughs> I'm not changing now. I like Gleason as a dude. I reckon he. I don't think he did shit to help them make the finals. Okay, I think there you go. Mitch Norton getting injured and Bryce Cotton moving to the point guard is what saved their season.
2: So other guys stepping up individually. So you calling Mitch Norton a bum now?
0: No, I'm saying that he was played in the wrong position. I'm not. He was playing the right position. I'm playing. Cotton should have been played by Gleason in the point guard spot. Hence, why Gleason shouldn't have been available for Coach of the Year. I'm just stitching not you him. guys <gasps> up. No, 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 no. You're getting proven wrong. That's the issue because no, you're saying ooh, that he should be Coach no, of the Year, hot, but he shouldn't oh, have been. It is getting. He shouldn't hot. have even been in there because his. It wasn't his impact oh that caused them to God. make the finals. Two imports in a league that's not cupcake.
2: It ain't a cupcake league.
0: Oh, we've heard that time and time again. This ain't and a cupcake podcast, so we better start talking itch. about this thing. He made it first place. Wait, with that. so who he do you think? It first place? Who do you think is the coach of the year? Beveridge. He took what? an Illawarra. T- hey, get on
1: you know, about it. Here, let's hurry up and wind this. Think about, shit about what girl.
0: you said at the start <laughs> of the year about Illawarra. Right. Yep. What did you say about Ellawarra? They ain't shit. They, they ain't. got no chance. They, they were got on the, no chance. They were on the verge of the finals all year. He took the worst roster in the league and literally just missed out towards the end of the season, which I think was because his ass was out of there going to Sydney anyway. He almost made the finals with the worst roster in the damn league. He was that never to me, finals. That to me is coach of the year. Okay, that that roster enough. deserved fair to enough. finish okay. bottom of the ladder. Bottom of the ladder. Okay. He overperformed. Did you watch Cairns? Yeah, I watched cans, but I looked at their roster at the start of the year and I thought, "Hey, this team could actually be all right." No one here is saying Mike Kelly was a nominee was a potential for coach of the year. Can's sucked. Yes, flat out. I agree.
2: Yes, cans totally
0: sucked. New Zealand sucked. Yes, I agree. We Illawarra agree. on paper is so much worse than those teams, yet was on the verge of the finals the entire time.
1: They weren't on the verge. They, they weren't on the verge. In between, they weren't on the verge. They was never so they had no chance final. of making it to us. No yet. chance. You see, no It's chance. easy to
0: say that in hindsight, but we were talking.
1: I, I, it's I easy to, to say that in hindsight. I all oh year. Yes, you did. The first thing in our podcast, What'd you I said say? they ain't shit. You went they, on a massive rant. I've never said nothing good about them because I knew at the end of the because day because you looked at their they roster, were not making. You looked at their finals. roster. There was no chance. Was ne- they no almost chance. made it towards the end. They didn't almost make it. Yes, they did.
0: They, they almost did not made almost the make it. They did. They were on the verge with only like. Three or four games, and that's when it all started coming apart. And when Sydney, the talks with Beveridge actually going to Sydney began, because Beveridge's got the Sydney job. You
1: know that for sure,
0: one hundred percent. He's the Sid- coach of the Sydney Kings. Okay, but let's get to that after we finish. Why this, do you? This,
1: these why, why, why,
0: why do why do why do you think that that was announced? So they've already announced. The, understand? They've already announced the Gaze is no longer going to be the coach. Why would they do that? Because, right
1: before finals. Because it's
0: already not, no, no. Here's here's the reason they would do that right before finals, and I think it's a smart move. You don't want that stuff leaking. Oh, Beveridge is going to be the coach. All that sort of stuff going on during the NBL finals. The NBL finals is about to be a fantastic spectacle for what's been an amazing season so far. The last thing you want is all this stuff leaking during it. Oh, Gaze is gone. Beveridge is already signed. That sort of stuff. You're better off getting that out of the way. Beveridge can sign tomorrow. They can announce Beveridge is going to be the coach next year.
1: Why not wait and show the respect to this man? No, because the last thing you want is it's actually showing more
0: respect by doing it this way because it's a mutual parting of ways. If you do it right after the loss, they're gonna to lose to Melbourne in this first round, I'm pretty sure. You of that. believe that. I honestly believe that Melbourne are gonna beat them in this first round. You don't want after a loss, oh, we've parted ways mutually. That's less that's a lot more disrespect in my opinion than just letting it go now. Him saying, Look, I'm gonna run these finals out, that's it. Then I'm parting ways. Do you believe that
1: he's parting ways or they've forced him out. That's no, I believe they've forced him out. out, but at least okay, they've given okay, him the okay. respect
0: to say,
2: it's okay.
1: exactly. I want to head same back home.
0: It's, it happens in almost every sport. You very rarely see, in the NBA you see, because guys just try to cling to their jobs so hard. But here, and I think Gay is actually part of him, wanted to go back into the media stuff.
2: This is exactly the same way that Chris Anstey mutually agreed to part ways with Melbourne United they one game into the season. Out. Yeah, and, and that's what happens. <laughs> yeah, 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 but at least yeah,
0: yeah. out of respect that the club had for Chris Anstey, they're not just going to say, you're cut. Mm-hmm. bang. They'll do that with, <coughs> sorry, something throat. They'll do that with someone like Dean Demopoulos. That's not a mutual parting ways. Melbourne United just said, nah, you're out. Okay. We're not going with you anymore. Because right. there's no connection there. Yeah. The NBL is going to look after Andrew Gaze out of a respect thing. Right. And that's why they've announced it now. And I think it's the right move to announce it now. When I first heard it, I thought, no, wrong, terrible takes away from the finals. Yeah. Now that I look at it, there's enough break now between the next game. These guys know, okay, let's just roll this thing out and try to end this thing on a championship.
1: Got you. Wow, that's a Coach of the Year discussion. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's good. Now, let's get into MVP of the League. MVP. Here whoa, we go. Whoa, now, whoa, whoa, this whoa, whoa, one. Whoa, whoa, no, no, no. Whoa, whoa. We, before before we get to the MVP. Year. Well, it seems like Ruben, Ruben Tarangi <laughs> just took out year, every year. other award. Okay, right, let's right. touch on Most one of improved. those favorite awards. awards. We, will, we will
0: touch on all of them quickly. <laughs> referee of the Year was well and truly deserved to one of the best referees in the league in Michael Allen. Now, I'm assuming that no one disagrees with that.
2: <laughs> Wurlow? Fuck me. I called for it last week. Sham, sham, (laughs) sham. You had to give it to Aylan, who was terrible this year, by the way, or fucking Replay Vaughn. Replay (laughs) (laughs) Vaughn.
1: That's what it's there for. Europe
2: car got the best sponsorship deal in the NBL for as many times that Vaughn Mabry goes to the replay in one single game.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There is,
2: like... You know, you know how much of a sham it was.
1: <laughs> sham, sham means so many different things.
2: He didn't even fucking say a word when he got it because he knew he was shit this year. Oh, he didn't say a single word. He came up there
1: with his big fat chest, <laughs> oh my just god, just waddling up to the stage. What did he do to you in your, when you played with, in the league? This is clearly personal. This is personal this now. This is personal. This is personal now. But go
2: ahead. He's the most arrogant motherfucker there is in the league. Really? By far. He, yeah. I admit you, that
0: he's not the greatest. If, if, I don't if think he's the greatest official, but like, I don't I have, no, I have no issue with him as a man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, if you walk around thinking you're bigger than the game, uh-huh. which is what he thinks he is. Oh, really? He thinks he's bigger than anyone else in the NBL. He makes it about himself. When? What did we discuss last week? The best sign of a referee is when you're not no. noticed. Right. Everyone maybe, in the league knows Michael Allen because he makes it about himself. Maybe that's why he didn't say anything on the awards dinner. He wasn't trying to make it about himself. <laughs> no, he didn't say anything <laughs> because... He was surprised. Yeah, he was surprised. You can jab me all you want, <laughs> mate. Isn't it? like He knew that he had a terrible year. Who should have been referee you, in your opinion? Well, I said last she's, week it was Tony yeah. Caldwell who you think is a bloke. She was so <laughs> she was so pissed. She messaged me. You she lying. was like she messaged me. What I can you show lying. you the message. Tony, like, I love you. I'm sorry. She was like she's I apologize. She's a really like, good official. I think that's She was like
1: what the fuck? When do I see Corey next? <laughs> Yo Tony, my bad. <laughs> the first commentator to be tecked up and ejected. <laughs> she does such a great job not being noticed. That I didn't know that was her name. Referee of the year. Referee
0: of the year. Well, someone who clearly got noticed on awards night was Ruben Tarangi, which for me was an interesting one. <laughs>
2: but yeah, just a bit of a segue. Wait, so, wait, yeah. wait. no, the person who clearly got your <laughs> uh, mate Dane. Your mate Dane. Trying
0: to move on to the Zion no, situation no, and get away from this. Uh, no, I no. knew it was coming. I knew your it was mate coming. Dane. Get to it. You know it. Well, Andrew Bogut won Defensive Player of the Year. I guess we uh, there was some sort of mishap that went on during the speech, and I know uh, Mr. Kesselman was not happy with it, Neither was were many of the uh, the suits in the crowd. I'm probably gonna. I'm just gonna step outside the door and let you guys discuss this one from now on because I am clearly biased. You didn't think there was anything wrong with it? No, I thought it was a bit of humour. I think that it. I think that it was maybe the maybe the wrong. It was the wrong setting, but it's also one of those ones where it's you know everybody makes errors of judgment, and this was one of those and. The sun comes up tomorrow.
1: I think that was completely disrespectful on the on league. whose part? It's on Bogus' part? On both. If, if it was, it was the a NBA mutual Wars, thing, would he do that?
0: No. There you I go. Why not? Because it's disrespectful. I don't. No. Don't get me wrong. I think that it was no, a. No. No.
1: No. no. I'm yeah. My. No no, no. 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 I know that. I know that. Saying, but like, I'm saying
0: the error of judgment is yeah, in that it, it was more disrespectful than what people, what both of them would have thought that it would be originally.
1: Now, do you believe he knew he was winning MVP and was like, "I'm not going up there twice." Yep, 100%. no, I don't.
0: Th- I don't think so. I think that, I think that it was more just Bogut in his just general laxadaisical attitude. Thought that it would be totally fine.
1: Why he didn't send Dane Pinow up for MVP? Because of the way it was received after the
0: Defensive Player of the Year award. I can guarantee Kesselman was over at that table about five minutes later, and so was
2: Jeremy Lola. Can we talk about the votes in the MVP? Eighty-three to Bogut. I didn't even know the numbers. Seventy-seven to Casper Ware. 65 to Bryce Cotton. Oh yeah! Come on now! Wow! Come on now!
1: There's who something voted? not right there.
2: Coaches, What's the panel, yo? Coaches Who's on the panel. Name coaches, and shame. Coaches and captains. So going forward, there has to be transparency. I would love to see who voted for who. Or... Voted for who? No, because transparency could potentially bring
0: more bias into the equation than it saves. Because then people don't want to be seen not voting for people they're friendly with and that sort of stuff. So then they're voting for them because it's transparent. I get what you're saying, where it could save it because people are held accountable. But I think that it lends itself more to people protecting their own personal. And this is where it should,
2: as we spoke about the other week, should move away from players Period. and coaches. It should and be should a media award. It should
0: be a media award. There's much less bias, yeah. especially for a team where guys aren't. You know, that being said, if Joey Wright was to remain in the league, would probably never be available for award if it was media driven. But I do believe that the media is the best, the most unbiased, which is such a strange thing in this day and age to say that the media is going to be the most unbiased. But if you get a big enough selection and a big enough amount of, a big enough pool, then it's going to be the right decision.
2: If if Joey Wright leaves the league, it's going to be a shame because we're losing one passionate coach.
0: Oh, 100%. I would love to see Joey Wright in the league for as long as I talk about it, speak about it, whatever goes on. Joey Wright's one of my favorite coaches to watch, his players love him. The only people that seem to not like him is the league.
2: Yeah, how about we got some love during the week of some guy creating a fake burner account just to try and get us? Oh, that was great. That was cool. Are you kidding? Oh yeah, oh Oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. And what happened? It wasn't really that offensive. It was just
1: kind of a bit of a nothing. Like I wasn't going. My bad,
2: y'all. Oh, he didn't tag you in it. Oh. but obviously, as a disgruntled Illawarra fan, is what I got from He was
1: just like, "Oh, uh,
0: yeah! You, you, just because you drop f bombs on a podcast doesn't make it a good podcast." It was something, uh, <laughs> something along those lines. It to that really... guy, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you, man.
2: <laughs> speaking, speaking of.
0: Speaking of people who actually run good Twitter accounts, NBL Pocket Podcast. I'm not sure whoever's name is running it, but NBL Pocket Podcast. Follow them because they do give a good update and they're actually one of the most knowledgeable, which is something you don't see much in the Twitter world. One of the most knowledgeable people on Twitter when it comes to basketball. Has submitted the question for Trash Talk. We'll jump on this one quickly before we get to the uh, Ruben Tarangi award situation. Nate Jarwai struggles and relationship with Mike Kelly. Is he out of contract? What's his best situation for Nate Jarwai going into next year?
2: Nate is out of contract. Uh, I would be surprised if he's a Taipan next year. So would I. I just think it doesn't work with Mike. I think it's just personalities that clash. Who does he suit, though, in the NBL? Like, he can be dominant, but he needs a coach that knows how to use him. Aaron Fern didn't know how to use him. Mike Kelly didn't know how to use him. The last time he got meaningful touches was in Perth but we don't know what's happening with Trevor because his contract is put on hold till after the season. Does he go to Sydney as a backup for Bogut? I don't know, but I think Nate might be better off going back to Europe. And no, being I used. agree. But I don't see him in Taipans colours, which is a real shame.
0: And it's going to be interesting to see how those how long the longevity on some of those big guys' career, you're better off just getting a check while you can. Because he's had his injury troubles. You're better off just getting the money while you can. So whether that be in the NBL, whether that be most likely, I would think as well in Europe, then whatever's best for the big fella. Now,
2: Mind you, can I just say on this? It'd be tough for a coach because he is a one of one sort of player. Yeah. With his size and strength, you've got to be able to play him in spurts, but make sure he gets touches in those spurts. Because we saw this year in patches that he can be dominant like he knocked over Bogut he plowed through Boone like Angus Brandt was no match for him at one stage no but then we got the other side of Nate at the end of the season so I don't totally put it on the coaches because he's one of one and it's hard hard to gauge how Nate how to how to play Nate
0: now, the final thing on the awards, we've we've gone pretty rough through these awards. We've jumped from spot to spot. Ruben Tarangi taking out sixth man and most improved.
2: Thoughts on that one? I didn't I didn't mind most improved. Uh, sixth man, I said last week, is a bit of a nothing deal for me. But most improved. Ruben Tarangi went from like a bottom five player in the league. Like he was he was pretty shitty. To, well, I think yeah. he was always, he was, he was never a, I wouldn't
0: say bottom five player,
2: but he was he was
0: nowhere near what he was this year. But I still reckon that Nick Kay's improvement based on his Illawarra season to his Perth Wildcats season is, but, defi- but is, is Nick, more in percentage of what you've improved.
2: But Nick Kay went from a valuable member of Illawarra to a valuable member of the Perth Wildcats. So Ruben Terengi went from a nothing in Brisbane to a very valuable. Way too
0: inconsistent though. Way too inconsistent for me. He dropped, he started the year hot. Shooting well, playing well, dropped off towards the end. Severely. Nick K remained consistent through the entire season. But Nick K has had consistent seasons since he's been in the league. Yeah, but it's yeah, I, I get what you're saying, but it's still consistency there. If you're just going on a flat plane and then you still move it up, I think in a percentage of how his game improved. Look, when don't look, get me Nick wrong. Nick K, in my opinion, is just important to that Perth Wildcats team as Bryce Cotton is.
2: No. Not as I think important. That team falls but apart. I reckon he's the second most important player. I think I think it's a lot closer than what people would give it. But Ruben went from we don't even have him on the scouting report to he's in. Oh, the, I think his first he year was he was the, on the scouting he's in, report. He's in the closing group, to end for Brisbane. I th- I think it's, it was probably the toughest award. Those two, the toughest awards to decide, in my six, opinion. Six man. We talked about the Chris Goulding thing. Could have like,
0: gone multiple ways, but then I think Chris Goulding wouldn't even like we talk about disrespecting awards. Chris Goulding's better than a six man of the year award, so I think the NBL probably didn't even bother in that respect. Yep. Yeah, There was those issues. But anyway, that's enough NBL Awards talk.
1: Or do we have some more? We didn't discuss really MVP for real. All right, go. We spoke on the votes. Yeah. So... You got some. No, you, you're hurting I don't have on anything. something with no, this no, MVP no, no, award. No no, 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 not at all. I think at the end of the day, you could have flipped the coin, in my personal opinion. Yeah, I agree. Anyone, any one of them could have actually won the MVP. Him, where... All Casper. They're all important parts. They're actually, to be honest with you, they're all important for their team. Mm -hmm. All of them. I think the game for me that dropped Casper out of it was when he dropped the ball against Cairns. Yeah. And he shot like five for 20. He had a poor end of the season.
2: That's a game you cannot lose. It started when he missed the layup in Perth to
1: put him up one. That was but, tough. He had a he,
2: wide open layup. He misses it. And then an unsportsmanlike foul. That's the difference between first and second. I,
1: I'm with you. I'm with you. I agree. But I actually believe... I thought Cotton was going to win. So because of how strong he finished the season when they were like pretty much done. In my opinion, they was done. And this goes back to getting
2: the votes in with two games left in the season.
1: How is, yeah, how is was, it a distant third like that? 60-something points to bogus 80-something?
2: Well, because it's there was
0: so much talk on the Perth. This is the issue when it comes to thought, it not I, being a game-by-game vote is because people have short-term memories. There's so much talk during the season about Perth's struggles and therefore the fatigue of Bryce Cotton, that really. sort of talk. That still remains in the head of people when they're deciding these votes. Uh-huh. That's still what hangs around because it's what's spoken about the most. There was no point during the year where we really, really, Bogan was quite consistent. There was no point in the year where we spoke about, even though his highs weren't as high as Bryce Cotton and Casper were, his consistency was there because there wasn't really a point during the year, even when Sydney were losing, we still didn't really pin it on Bogan. There was no point in that where we said, oh, this is Bogan's fault. We kind of pinned it on Andrew Gaze and his inability to control the team. So Bogut, the media sort of left him alone for good reason, probably. Because <laughs> people are scared. I feel like it's also a fear factor. Because if Bogut reads something he doesn't like, he's look, coming at it on Twitter. And if you're a
1: small time NBL journalist. You, Bogut is literally Bogut is not like a typical like street thug, but you know the fear like certain just, thugs have. Yeah, like, yeah. Like you're yeah. like, look, I don't want to mess with uh what's what y'all don't want to mess with Boogie Cousins no. because of what Boogie Cousins is gonna say.
2: Because he so, came at that poor dude the got locker the room. NBL
1: sure. He had it shook. He had Bogie it shook. got everybody shook. And I Let guarantee me tell you. you something, Andrew, you ain't got me shook. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> but nah, this is the funny, funny thing. But is, he does. Like, no one wants to say nothing. If these
0: votes were transparent, <laughs> if the votes were transparent and it was media, no. I guarantee you that's three votes for Vogan on every if he missed half the year, Bogie they're given three the votes the for Vogan. Because everybody wants a job.
1: Nobody. <laughs> Wants to say anything I agree. that That's will it. piss the guy off. That's it. And, and that being said. Yo, Bogut, listen, man. <laughs> Stop this nonsense, bro. You have to. You're scaring kids. <laughs> you're, <scaring laughs> you're scaring people. Kids.
0: But that, that being fun. said, That's he's, still, he's still a worthy winner of the award. <laughs> yeah, Any enough. three of those would be. So congratulations <laughs> to the great man, Andrew Bogut. Now, we'll touch on to the matchups before we jump on to other non-NBL related stuff.
1: Oh, tell me when you're ready to talk matchups. Oh, I'm ready to talk matchups. I'm telling you right you, now. I love you, you take it from here. You want Sydney versus Melbourne or you want Perth versus Sydney, Melbourne? Sydney, Melbourne. Sydney, Melbourne. Go I'm ahead. I'm telling you right now. Sydney will lose if Bogut does not dominate that matchup. That's all yeah. it's coming down to. We All year, it was 3-1, Melbourne. Everybody cancels each other out, more or less. The center position is everything. Josh Boone, offensively, hasn't been bringing it. But somehow, he's been able to Slow down. I'm gonna say, neutralize Bogut. Whenever he was able to do that, what happened? They won. Last game, what happened? He wasn't able to do it. Bogut had, I think, 16 and 12 or some yeah. some good numbers, and they won by 12 points. Granted, uh, kicker hit a bunch of shots. He hit he hit shots. Kickert hit shots, and Melbourne turned the ball over. I believe it was almost 18 turnovers right. in the you know halfway it was, through the first. It, third. Was, it, it, was, it terrible. was. Yeah, it was. But Bogut dominated at the center position. I believe that's the advantage. He killed Josh Boone, they advance. Josh Boone slowed that shit up, they lose. You always talk about
2: matchups in finals. I always talk about X-Factors. There you go. And there's got to be an X-Factor for Sydney.
1: Who's the X-Factor?
2: I think it's the man that they probably doesn't get the recognition he deserves. And Kevin, Kevin Lish. Yeah. Kevin Lish has been known for his defense this year, and he loves coming up against Chris Goulding. He loves coming up against Chris Goulding, and that guy, if he gets his iron early, watch out! Watch out! Because we're talking about a former Finals wow. MVP, it's Kevin Lish. It's Kevin Lish, a final uh, an Olympian. MVP, an Olympian champion. And he gets he's probably third, third, and the other person is Brad Newley.
1: I love Brad Newley.
2: Niels plays downhill better than any other player in the league. If he gets ahead of steam, oh yeah, there's no one in this league he's that drawing can stop a foul him. Or he's
0: drawing a foul or
1: he's making the finish. DJ Kennedy's sure. playing some good basketball. He's the X, X- factor, factor for me. Balance That's each the X factor. Mm-hmm. Money-making Mitch. Let's talk about it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Money-making uh, Mitch. Mate, I wish I, <laughs> when I was averaging just 12 points a game that I was money-making Mark. <laughs> because the NBL back then... I would have been making millions. (laughs) Money making Mark.
0: (laughs) When I was averaging just twelve points. The dorkiest name ever, man. Money making Mark (laughs)
2: Latrobe Financial. Where you at, mate? Mate, if I was if I was getting paid
1: off twelve points per game, nah, Mitch would be having twenty a lot. He's been balling. No, he's a two way player as well. You got to remember that's two way player. But
2: that's my. I'm just saying that's speaking more about how much the league has grown. Yeah, Yeah. I'm just bitter that I played at the wrong time. (laughs) So my issue with this game is... I'm bitter that I played at the wrong time. Because if I was playing the basketball when I was playing, I wouldn't have a job right now. (laughs) I'd be happy.
1: (laughs) He'd be happy. Right. Uh, Speaking of basketball... That is a good idea to speak on. Talk to me about the 3x3 corporate hustle. What did Sportsbet do? Oh, we came and got the dub. That's over, what I'm talking about.
0: Over the previously mentioned Latrobe Financial. Oh, okay. Shout Darryl Coletto, to Stephen Hoare. Shout
1: Hall. out to second place. <laughs> Who was on that team? Daryl Coletto, okay. ex-Tiger. Okay.
0: Stephen Hoare, ex-Tiger. And then I believe Bob from Accounts Receivable uh, might have been on. <laughs> <laughs> was was the third player? <laughs> not as uh, not as big a force as the other two, but still got got the job done. Got you. Congrats. We were nice though.
1: Yeah. We were nice. Yeah,
0: that's what's up.
2: We had one player wearing Speed Dealers the entire time. One play, what uh, What's that? Bucky. He was wearing glasses. He was filling in for you and just wore his glasses the Our entire fill in time. Our fill-in was wore
0: his glasses and two sweatbands the entire time and still got buckets deep in the paint. But anyway, That's what's up. my biggest thing with the Sydney-Melbourne matchup yeah. is that finals basketball, playoffs basketball is such a different game. We talk about it all the time. Like some teams are built to play in the playoffs. The Sydney Kings... The Sydney Kings... Are last in the league in offensive rebounds. Mm-hmm. That's the type of grit you need in the finals. They're the type of things that win you games in series. They're last in the league, and that ain't going to change. A week off for the fever break, getting ready for that. That's not going to change, and that's where Melbourne is going to have the advantage here through grit. And that's why they're three and one in the series on the season series, and that's why they're going to be able to, I reckon, take this one out two and oh, which is annoying because I'm Whoa, scared because I'm sweep. scared.
1: Oh my god! I hope it's not a
0: sweep. I'm scheduled. Ooh. I'm scheduled to commentate the last two games Worther, for what Sienna. <laughs> we get. We get. I get. I get paid per game. Right. So please take this thing to a third game. Werther, what do you
2: reckon? I reckon Sydney win in three. Oh, that's think, a big call think, from an ex King. I think Melbourne. I think Melbourne wins game one. I think Sydney wins game two, and I think Sydney get it done in game three. Wow. Let me let me but throw an X factor because into it. because Sydney are the best. Road team this season in the NBL. Mm.
0: Let me throw an X factor into it. Michael Allen is refereeing both Melbourne United home games. Oh, Sydney's fucked. (laughs) 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 Okay, the Brisbane Perth. I feel like this one we can all be on consensus here that Brisbane aren't going to be able to get this
1: fund. Oh, you crazy. Listen, let's be real. (laughs) Did Brisbane beat Perth in Brisbane (laughs) with Cotton Plan? It's a bit of a bogey team for them. There's a worry. Yes. Now, how about this? Did Bryce Cotton have to hit a buzzer beater? Mm-hmm. When? Off a defensive fuck-up. And who was winning that game? Brisbane. There you go. That's not going to be an easy game. That's not an easy series. Brisbane could upset that team. That would be huge, and the NBL would be so disappointed with that if the finals ended up going to Brisbane. Perth's going to win. Okay. I'm not saying. Perth ain't. I'm just saying it's not going to be as open and. Open I don't and think Brisbane. Case.
2: Brisbane haven't been playing great basketball. They fell right. into the finals. I got. They you. They fell into the finals. I got you. If they were playing better basketball, I think yeah. But is it Perth. Perth, Perth will win. Perth
1: is too hard to beat at home. Yeah. Perth to, will win. So I'm just saying it's not going to be easy games. You know what I mean? But Perth. Perth will win. Okay, let's say let's say our predictions, which
0: usually go right on point, go to plan. Melbourne versus Perth final. Perth with the home court advantage.
1: Perth winning the fucking championship, and my dumb ass <laughs> got to fucking apologize again. Fuck me. <laughs> you not understand. Just, oh shit! I I I, I want to say under pressure more than in this fucking country. This this guy
2: this guy this guy's dropped the mic like Alex Louton and just forgotten he's dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: oh my god! you talking I about pressure, dude. Like I hope that's a game <laughs> five in Perth as well. Uh, oh, man, I'd like I'd like to gun. see
2: Sydney v Perth uh, because then you get to your your matchup that pork you want.
1: Chop. Who's the real pork chop? Who's the what? The real pork chop, <laughs> Angus Brent versus. <clears throat> Uh, Andrew Boget. <laughs> MVP Boget. that'd be incredible who's calling me oh fuck I gotta go sorry you look sign out I gotta go I gotta go to voiceover well man. that's two's. all we're gonna have on there, there. there. that's go. gotta,
0: all we're gonna have for homicide yeah, on this podcast yeah. so far Me and though he's got yeah. multiple jobs he's gotta head out been, I've been busy as hell all day, <laughs> day. alright <laughs> I have never seen that before in my life but goodbye homicide now where though yeah, g'day, mate. <laughs> now, we're not even sure whether the homicide went to college. And if he did, he damn well didn't go to class. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take this one on from now on. Yep. Zion Williamson blows through his shoe. Yep. Blows through his shoe. Mm-hmm. But that's not the biggest issue. Nope. Even the injury to me. It's a minor injury day to day is what they're saying. Thankfully. You're, thankfully. Very thankfully. That could have been an ACL and then the Knicks would be suing Nike. <laughs> your thoughts on the situation and not on the situation of Corey just leaving the studio but on the... Uh...
2: <laughs> Can we just say first off we're doing this on a Friday because of Corey we're doing it at a later time before, because of Corey and this motherfucker just left
0: He literally just left the studio I've never seen anything like it. he got a call and said I've got to work damn I got a voiceover
2: and left So I think this comes down to the NCAA one and done Getting paid. It's got to go. You are very strong. Well, I'm strong and I think that
0: people have been attacking the wrong source on this. And I'm going to jump in my rant right now. So everybody look at Donovan Mitchell atting the NCAA on Twitter. This isn't the NCAA when it comes to these type of things. This is the NBA. The NBA changed it so you no longer have the one and done rule. If the NBA still allowed players to go straight from high school... Zion would be in the NBA right now getting the entire damn bag. But let's also not get ang- let's not make out that Zion was forced to go to college. Zion could have signed in the G League and also at the same time signed what I think would be in a range of 50 to a million dollars an endorsement deal with Nike, Adidas, whoever he chooses to go with Puma's even on the damn market these days. He could have got the entire bag whether he went to college or not. So now he has to wait a year because he himself chose to go to college and play for the Duke Blue Devils. So don't come out here white knighting college athletes saying they need to get paid. They have the choice now. There are options available for basketball players. If you're talking about football, American football, it's a different story. They don't have the option to go straight to the NFL. They can't go anywhere else in the world and play. Basketball is a worldwide sport. Zion can go wherever the fuck he wants to go and get paid doing it. He chose to go to the Blue Devils, so be it. You don't sit out for the rest of the year. You play the rest of the season because you committed to them. They gave you a scholarship. You committed. I don't care how much money they're making. You had the choice to make $50 million off Nike this year, but instead you wanted to go to college, bang as many girls as you want to bang or whatever the hell your motivations were for going to college because I'm going to get in the bag.
2: I'm going to get in the bag overseas or I'm going to get it in the G League. Who's to say that... He w- he's not making as much money at Duke versus him going somewhere well, he's else. Well, he definitely ain't making that $50 million endorsement right now. We know
0: that because Nike's smarter than that. Adidas, maybe not. Adidas might not be as smart as that because they've tried that before. But I
2: guarantee he's getting money from Duke. So let's call a spade a spade here for a second. Yeah. There's a reason that the athletes go to Kentucky, to Duke, to Louisville. They get paid. Money, 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 money. They get paid. Money. That was shit. Yeah. No, no, it was good. It, was it good. wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. But they get paid. They do. Like, the big joke is the players from Kentucky take a pay cut to go to the NBA. <laughs> I like that. But I think the NCAA make squillions of dollars. Squillions. Of these kids. I think we're... I. I'd be more inclined to try and get a kid to get an education. I know we're talking one and done. But if you could give a kid an education, let him get paid, I think that's a better outcome overall than one and done definitely no no, pay.
0: no, I'm not a fan of the. I think that if you're good enough, but what removing the, I think we still keep the one, the no one and done in the NBA because what you then get led to do is a whole lot of guys who think they're better than they are saying, no, I'm not going to college. I'm signing this, you know, small time endorsement deal with some small brand that'll start coming into the equation, and then all of a sudden you don't make it, and then you can't go back to the NCAA. Then that's their damn fault. That's their damn fault. But the issue is you've got so much wrong guidance and bad guidance in the states.
2: And oh, my other and issue we, is... We both know that... Oh, there's, there's some there, snakes there, out there. There's snakes in the oh, grass. Oh, there are
0: snakes in the grass, and those snakes will yep. pop up even more if they take that rule out of the equation. But until someone can present to me, and I challenge anyone on Twitter, anywhere, if you see me in the street, bring me an A4 sheet of paper with this all written out on. Some way you can fairly pay these players where it will not affect their social status on campus, these other things... And not create a terrible situation that destroys the amateurism of the sport. Because I tell you what, if there was a way to do that, it would be done. Correct. The NCAA is not the crazy, money-thirsty, hungry. They are, in essence, trying to protect the amateurism of the sport. It is, believe it or not, a non-profit organization. A lot of this (laughs) money gets reinvested into the schools. But... Until someone can present me, and I've seen it, you watch this debate argued all over the place. People point out the problem. Yes, in some ways it could be defined as a problem, but no one has a proper solution to it. They just say, pay the players. Well, pay them what? Who gets what? Because you know what? I played at Eastern Washington University, and I damn sure know we took a loss because there was some fucking empty-ass seats some of those games. So what am I getting paid if my school's taken a loss? And then all of a sudden, do we then create this massive disparity between the top of the NCAA and basketball because no one's going to these smaller schools. Because right now we have it at a great level where some of these guys, good players, go to smaller schools because they know they can ball out. They know they can ball out and they can get their NBA opportunity. Trey Young, Oklahoma. I can guarantee you, Trey Young, if you're getting paid, Trey Young's going to Kentucky. Everyone's going to Kentucky. All of a sudden, no one can even touch Kentucky. They win by forty points every game. Because there's too much disparity because now it turns into a money-grabbing fest.
2: I agree. Have you watched the show Ballers?
0: I do. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. You watched the last season of Ballers? I I think I, I did, but I'm not sure whether I finished it. I think I got distracted with maybe just going on some Twitter rant
2: or something. Possibly. So, essentially, it's about... Um, kids getting paid, The Rock in his...
0: No, I met with the quarterback. Yeah, 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 I know. If anybody hasn't seen Ballers, make sure you jump on it. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, one of his original roles. Yeah.
2: So for me, let's. there's money-hungry people at the top of the NCAA. There's a lot of people that... As in any corporation. Yeah, but the NCAA is a boys club. Yeah. The guys up the top look after each other. Yeah, They're trying to get as much money as they can. When there is a scandal in the NCAA, how many have come out on massive teams? Hardly any. They very really. It. We look at Rick Pitino coaching
0: in Europe now. It's probably the only. You know, they they, they mentioned that, this massive that went crackdown through. on college basketball. An nothing FBI ever happened.
2: probe and nothing ever happened. There was there was like one guy got fired. But then you look at a small time college that gets sanctioned. Oh for yeah. For a kid, for a kid taking like driving the assistant coach's car. Yeah. You know that sort of shit because happens. Don't-
0: fuck the broadcast deal that's because, the entire because because little school don't schools fuck with the broadcast deal
2: don't deal with the broadcast deals no your kentuckys your dukes they they are the ones that bring in more money for the NCAA. Yeah. so they don't want to you know ban or put the what do they call it when they just get rid of an entire program um, oh the death wish what they gave the, to smu back in the football the, i think smu is yeah. the
0: only one to ever fully receive yeah. it yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly
2: what it's called, but, terminated or something along those. So the NCAA is far from a Angel Corporation. No. And You're I am right. playing the devil's You're, advocate to some extent. Yeah. I agree with you that the Kentuckys would get all the players if, you know, it all went to script. But surely there's got to be some sort of equality that allows players to be paid. I don't know what you you like you said. Show yeah. me how it can be done. I think there has to be a way that it can be done. I, th- I think there is, I think, and, and I'm sure think, there is a way. I think every player, no matter if you're the number one pick in the country or, you know, the 12th guy on a bench, if you all get paid something, something enticing to keep the kids in college, to get an education, to come out when they're 21 instead of when they're 18, surely that's a better outcome Yeah. In in like out of all of it compared to one-and-dones. Because yeah. those kids, like you said... Zion, he's just banging broads. Oh, and, broads, and not, and pro- unlimited, and, it's and, on tap. And not even going to class. No. Because he knows after one year, I'm out.
0: And if I could get some of the girls that he's getting right now, I assume then damn well I'm not going to class. I'm not going to fifth grade history. Correct. If I'm not, Stacey's over in the dorm. Exactly. Game over on that one. So, yeah, it's a big, like we said But before, on But to- on the topic of people... And this get what, what annoys me is you get all these people adding, you know, people who have never played sport in their life saying, oh, this is ridiculous that they're not paid. The same people that are tweeting out, athletes should be paid, this is crazy, are the same ones that chat on Lavar Ball for creating the JBL, which is a league which is meant to be an alternative league for guys to go into. Now they don't need that anymore because they, they can pay G League players a decent amount. But they were all shitting on him for making that. You know what he was trying to do? Create a solution to what the problem was. And now, luckily, the NBA jumped in and said, we'll pay guys in the G League an, an appropriate amount. I believe they can get up to, it's up to around $400,000 for a, yep. a, an equivalent of like a next generation player. Yep. And then they signed their sponsorship deal. So Zion could have easily done that. And his family's living happy. He's living happy. And bang, the Knicks are winning games next year.
2: Can I just say that I love the All-Star break because we saw the re-emergence of Lamar. Uh, uh, ball. Oh, I love it as well. It's the basketball and,
0: version of the Kardashians. It's the Kardashians that us men can watch.
2: And Kevin Durant's mum. We haven't seen her in ages, boy. but she was at Someone All-Star Weekend. Repaid her debts. There you go. Mm. We haven't seen or heard from these people all year, but All-Star Weekend, guess who's oh, tell popping you what, up hey, again?
0: There's a lot of snakes pop up on All-Star Weekend. There I'm we sure go. there's a lot of snakes there going go. around. But anyway, I'm pretty sure that's all we got on the Zion Oh, you got anything
2: else to add, Corey? No, quiet on this one. There you go.
0: Quiet as always. Well, anyway, that is all we got time for on this episode. Unfortunately, you only had Corey for the first half because he is a hardworking man. If you follow him on Instagram, you probably already know that because he is posting about it probably three to four times a day with some sort of hashtag grind statement there. Patient wolf. The patient wolf. No, we love him and he's got to work hard. But anyway, that is all we got time for. If you want to chuck us a mention on Twitter, ask us a question. We'll make sure to try to answer them in the podcast at wortho 33 at Felix Hoff. Chuck us through a question, and we're ready for some massive games this weekend. Enjoy them, and we'll catch you next week. I quite like the dynamic with (laughs) you, What the fuck? I've never seen anything like that in my life. That's fucked. That was crazy. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I thought he was joking. It was wild enough when he was talking.